0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 707, recorded live on December 11th, 2021. And here are your hosts, the man who I forgot to wish a happy Hanukkah to, Dave play. Hey! And the man who is now going to wish Dave a happy Hanukkah, Andy Lo. <laughs> Hi.
1: I mean, a couple days late. I know it was Monday.
0: Monday was the last shot.
1: No, it's all right. It's all right. I dude, I I barely knew like Hanukkah was starting Uh, when I was in Michigan the other week and we were sitting around the kitchen table like, isn't Hanukkah tomorrow? Oh, shit. Yes. (laughs) Yes, it is. Huh? (laughs) Oh, would you look at that? Yes, it's Hanukkah. Uh, Crap.
0: Yeah, this it's early this year.
1: I mean, it's, yeah, it it is every, it it gets early, and then it gets progressively later and later and later and later, and then it gets early again, because... Israel and, and more broadly, Judaism operates off of the lunar calendar. Which, Andy, yeah. in in the lunar calendar, let's, let's think through the problem and why it's a problem. How many days per month? In the lunar calendar? Oh, it's, yep. uh, 20, 27? 28. 28. shoot. 28 days, right? That's a lunar cycle. It's 28 yes. days. It's 28 days a month. Yep. How many months in a year? Well, let's see. If you're going to go do 365 divided by 28, you're welcome to do it. I'll give you a hint. It's 12 point something. Yeah. Okay, so, again, how many months in a year? I, uh, you can't You can't have 12 point something months in a year, no, Andy. No, I
0: know. So you have 12 months in the year. And you have that, you have a, like, grace period at the end that doesn't really get
1: counted, does it? Nope. Yep. That would be the Chinese calendar, I believe. Oh. In the Hebrew calendar, you get a leaf month. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, like, every seven years or something. It It is the equivalent of having, like, January, February, March, April, May, June, right? Except, like, every couple of years, instead of a leap day, you have February 2. Okay. You just have a whole extra month. And it is labeled 2. Like, it is the name of the month that got repeated 2.
0: Oh, there's... When is that... <laughs> I know technically the year 2000 was supposed to be a, it was supposed to be a special leap year because it was a leap year that was also on the end of a millennium.
1: But uh, so leap year, except every hundred years, except every 400 years, except every thousand years Yeah, or 2000 years, something like that. Yeah. So 2000 was a leap year, but 2100 won't be a leap year. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah, it, it's it's super gross. But you know what? If we still have dates in 2400, cool. Like, whatever. The, Good the other, for us. The
0: The other question, though, is when's the next leap second?
1: Ah, uh, I don't know. Those are weird. Those are when they're like, oh, shit, like, we didn't account for this. All right, throw in an extra second. And those screw everyone over. Well, that's it's because <clears throat> the Earth doesn't spin
0: at a constant yep. speed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. It's, okay, so there were two, two in seventy-two, one in seventy-three, one in seventy-four. Uh, looks like the last one was in twenty-sixteen.
1: Yeah, time sucks. <laughs> From a programmer's perspective, time sucks.
0: Yep. Think think about Dave. I work in radio. Yep. Where I have to sync up everything. Right. Yep. You got to sync up your local time to... Yeah,
1: but Andy, you don't... As as a radio operator, do you need to worry about the, like, five different time zones that exist in Arizona? Uh, no, but I have to deal with... Do you know why there are five different time zones that exist in Arizona? Uh, Native Americans? Is part of it. Go look up Arizona Daylight Saving. Oh, it's probably bad. You can drive on a road and change time zones six times. Okay, so, um, oh, I see that. That's, yep. Yep. Because the Navajo Nation follows daylight saving, although Arizona does not. But then, like, within the Navajo Nation is, um... The the Hopi. Yeah, and then in the Hopi is, like, a piece of federal land. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. Don't, don't tell me, sir, that being a radio operator, (laughs) it's it's not like you have radio towers in each of those different zones.
0: No, no, I just have... (laughs) Um, we have to coordinate our stuff with, uh, the Wisconsin central office, which is on central time zone.
1: Oh no, how yes. terrible,
0: which, you know, if I really wanted to deal to, with
1: a one hour time difference,
0: Hey, 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 we have, let's see, Fargo is in central still, right?
1: But yep. what part is South Dakota in mountain? Most of South Dakota is in central little bit the west side is in mountain time okay so yeah i
0: i think i only just have to deal with the one time zone then
1: yeah oh so how was your day andy
0: well speaking of work i had to go into work today oh no yeah everything um, okay well d- d- <laughs> let me let me check the consumer's energy outage map oh no <laughs> Yeah, once again, high winds um, took out a lot of uh, power all over a lot of places. Oh, you got to be kidding me! Coldwater Studio is still out. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, no, we've been, uh, okay, good. That's back. That's back. Looks like that's back. Yeah, it, the consumer's energy outage map just looked like a freaking splatter paint.
1: What dare I ask what happened?
0: High winds. High winds took out power lines.
1: Oh, no. The wind.
0: Yeah, I know. One of those things is, oh, you know, if you kind of would have, <sighs> you know, cleaned out your trees. Power wouldn't have gone out. Just like, course, um. The,
1: the winds you had, to be fair, not quite the same as the winds that they had, say, in Kentucky last night.
0: No. So we actually, according to, because um, the, the power outage messed up some of our audio processors. And so um, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't um, processing the audio correctly. Okay. Um, and so I, I texted one of our uh, managers, because it's Saturday. I'm like, um, can I go ahead and just start ordering replacement equipment? Because this is broken. Oh, no and he's like um yeah you might want to do it now because one of our uh, stations down in Terre Haute lost their tower yesterday
1: <gasps> oh no yeah oh that's real bad
0: yeah so yes me taking down a tower that's okay when it goes down on its own that's that's,
1: that's less okay
0: yes <clears throat> so yeah no i uh i'm facebook friends with a meteorologist out of uh, Nashville. He posted the pictures of basically his, his uh, kids were having a, a slumber party at his house. And so he had to wake up all these kids and be like, all right, everybody needs to get to the basement now.
1: <laughs> Why? I don't want to. I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, no. <laughs> He's like, I looked at the radar. We all need to get to the basement now. Now,
1: Yeah. I, I have a meteorologist friend at work. Uh, and I asked him about, let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, cause I asked him about what the heck is going on on Wednesday this week. Have you looked ahead at the weather, Andy?
0: Uh, no. Am I going to be sad?
1: I don't know.
0: Let's see. Okay. 10 day. Here we go. 60. <laughs> he said questionly.
1: <laughs> so again, I don't know if you're going to be sad or not. I'm a little sad at what it represents. Um, But so I I have a friend at work who is a meteorologist. And I asked, like, so is there a glitch in the National Weather Service predictions or something? Or like, what the heck? Or like, is there a volcano that's going to erupt in Lake Michigan? And his response is that it would be a record-breaking warm from an anomalous ridge. (laughs) That it is very rare dynamics coming together. And I said, I bet... Like, both the record-breaking and the anomalous part. And he said, if this were summer, we'd be looking at 110 degrees. Oof. (laughs) My my follow-up question was, wait, so this could happen in the summer? (laughs) He's like, um, it would be difficult, but it shouldn't happen in December to January either. So...
0: Well, I guess you know what? I think I'm going to go work out at one of the transmitter sites on <laughs> yeah, Tuesday. It'll be 60 degrees. Well, no, 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 cuz it has uh, here it says there's <laughs> a uh, looks like it be about a 40% chance of rain. Mm. So I don't want to be outside in the rain. That's Okay. That's no bueno. But Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday
1: is <laughs> supposed to be like pretty nice out, right? Yeah, like
0: high high of 50 in the sun, that would actually be pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I keep my phone on Celsius for reasons. And so it's like -2 <laughs> Negative three, 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 seven, eight, nine, eighteen, four, zero, negative four. I'm like, what the hell, December? Yeah, so that's a thing.
0: So yeah, no, I had to. Uh, the the winds knocked out the the power to one of our transmitter sites, and this was the same one that was having that generator issue. So I'm sitting there going like, oh great, the generator's dead again.
1: Oh no, no, I drive, it's not.
0: No, I, it turns out you no, know, the <laughs> generator actually kicked on fine. There was something that happened that blew um, one of the uh, fifty amp fuses in the high voltage um, power supply for the transmitter. And we're talking like you know this is a uh, twenty five kilowatt transmitter, so the high voltage power supply is bigger than my desk yeah um and these fuses <clears throat> are big
1: they're like bricks
0: yeah luckily there was a spare one in, inside the uh the the main shutoff switch so i just pulled it out put it in there turned it back on everything came back up and i'm like oh this is great and then i went down to our cold water off which which I, as i said is still without power according to the map here um and, uh, had to go fix some of their stuff there. And that was the audio processor that wasn't processing audio. So yeah, that sucks. Yep. So yeah, it looks like we'll have to order some new <laughs> equipment and try and get it in there fast. Cause right now I basically just took, <laughs> I basically just took the computer output and plugged it directly into the transmitter. <laughs> so we'll just see how this goes. Bypassing the audio. Yeah. Bypassing all the nice stuff that makes the audio sound good. And it's just like computer yep. transmitter go. <laughs>
1: Oh, that could never go wrong with like someone looking up something that they're not supposed to look up and playing it and having the audio go out. Well, that's why that's why it never happened. That's
0: why the audio playback computer is locked down.
1: (laughs) Andy. Now,
0: yeah, if you were in studio and you were using the you know the I call them the 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 host PC. Yeah. Yes, you can. Yes, we have the host PC hooked up to the board, so if you want to play something back, you can do that through the board. But then, yeah, yeah. But yes, no. The no actual way that
1: could ever go wrong.
0: Yeah, no. It's not like you know somebody could have porn on the background of your uh, weather forecast.
1: Right. Never. Well, no, that's never happened. Yeah, never on happened. Any form of broadcast, definitely not on TV. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I went so that out was... today, Andy. What? I went out and. I began the process of murdering a tree. Torturing and murdering. I cut down a Christmas tree. Oh. You were you were trying to figure out what was going on
0: well I'm sitting there going like it elm you know elm
1: bores or you know uh actually a, a Fraser fir well yeah I know but if you would
0: most of the time if you would cut down a tree'd be some sort of like invasive species oh or something. from
1: the the Dutch elm or yes the, Dutch the elm or, ash borers yeah
0: ash yeah that's what it's Dutch elm and the ash borers
1: yes no 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 my my ash tree out front is quite well as far as I can tell um but the the Fraser fir that is in my downstairs room is now slowly die.
0: For your amusement.
1: For my amusement. And I get to decorate it.
0: Yeah, we we got another artificial tree because our (laughs) pre-lit tree from four years, five years ago? 2016. It's
1: five years ago, almost six.
0: No, 2016, so that's,
1: yeah. yeah. Oh, it would have been Christmas 2016. So yeah, so five years. Yeah. Um,
0: the, uh, the it was a pre-lit tree with these incandescent bulbs and the incandescent bulbs kept on burning out for some odd reason. Um,
1: Gee, almost like they're Little pieces of electrical wire yeah, yeah. that overheat. Okay, and so
0: we were trying to find the spare bulbs for this thing because these things are weird size. Oh, just and they get have, rid of it. I know. We 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 just, now have get rid of it. Yeah. We, we, we now have a um uh seven and a half, six and a half, seven and a half foot LED Christmas tree prelit. Nice. That Isaac has now figured out because it it's got both white and multicolored, and then a mm. mode that will slowly <coughs> fade into white between them. Yes. Yeah. Isaac has figured out how to turn on the shifting mode now nice so every time he walks down he'll turn on the christmas tree and put it in shifting mode it's just like great
1: (laughs) well then it's a good thing that it's led and not incandescent bulbs
0: yep (laughs) but yeah no it was it was it was a bit ridiculous actually trying to find a christmas tree in december at the stores
1: yeah yeah try finding christmas tree holders oh yeah no i can see that too that that was a thing today For, for us, we, so Laura has for years and years wanted to go get a Christmas tree, like get a real Christmas tree, like a live, like cut your tree and bring it in. And this year we decided to actually do it. We actually were, we decided to do it last year but COVID. (laughs) Yep. So we're like, maybe not this year. Let's, let's not do that. Um, And then we did do it this year. We went with my friends and they got their tree and we got ours and, it was an interesting experience. I got to cut it down myself. With a hacksaw or with a hacksaw. Oh boy. I got my booster shot yesterday. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> down on the ground, like knees in the mud, because I had to get the right angle on the damn thing, just to hackin' away at that tree. Better than an axe. I, I don't know how long it would have taken me with an axe. And their saws were relatively sharp, but just oh god, like back and forth and back and forth and ow! But I got a tree. Okay, how did yeah.
0: what? What does Laz think of the tree?
1: Um, thankfully, he has not taken to it as a toilet. That was a concern, nor has he, uh, Laz does this really weird thing. He loves rubbing against coniferous trees. Oh, like loves it. And he hasn't done it to ours. We've, we've also been kind of careful and watched him, but like he hasn't gone and tried to rub up against it. Well, that's good. Yep. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I've had this like thing in my throat for a while, and it's just weird. I I can't help you on that one. Yeah, no, that's all right. We should probably just start talking about stuff.
0: Well, we have, been unless talking you want to talk about
1: unless you want to talk about Michigan beating the snot out of Iowa. Were you expecting anything else? I, you know, Andy, I've been a Michigan supporter for the last eight years. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting. <laughs> A, a Michigan team that thoroughly, like, got through Ohio State and, like, just ran the ball past them and just played a really good game to come into this going, like, oh, it's Iowa. Well, like, come on. And then having to, like, work really hard to pick up, like, a, a huge deficit and potentially losing. And thankfully, they came and they played.
0: <clears throat> okay, let's see. Okay, so Eastern's Easterns the first bowl game up.
1: Good for Eastern. They got a bowl game.
0: That's yeah. awesome. This is actually, like, their first fourth one in a row I, it's it's
1: weird it's been like oh <coughs> you're like eastern's actually doing kind of good
0: yeah okay so against liberty university in let's see oh uh liberty university is a nine point spread okay we'll, we'll see how that goes yeah western versus nevada Western's a three-point favorite. Okay. Well, it should be interesting. Yeah.
1: It'll be some good games. Mm-hmm.
0: When's the first bowl game? should be soon, right? Probably
1: next week, if that.
0: Uh, <coughs> it's like, oh, uh, Ten- Toledo versus Middle Tennessee in the Bahamas Bowl is the first one. Ooh. Moon man, I'd, I'd, I'd be shooting
1: for that bowl. <laughs> right? Like...
0: Oh god! Western went to that bowl. Yeah. Um, this was before we had our IP-based remote broadcasting.
1: <laughs> how I was trying to broadcast that game, Andy? Have I have I told you this story or no? I have no idea, but probably don't want to do it right now.
0: Oh, but it's, it's
1: how so- how quick can you tell the story? Okay, so it's like.
0: Christmas Eve, I do believe. Sure. Western's out at the Bahamas. Yeah. So they, uh, <clears throat> uh, the, the broadcasting crew didn't get basically in and set up until like day of. Um, and so he gives us the, the phone number we need to call cause he can't call us from the Bahamas. Their phone is not okay. set up that way. So <clears throat> we have to call him. So we get the number and we try dialing it and we get the do do do. We're sorry. This call cannot be completed as dialed. And I'm just like, well, Shit. Christmas Eve, I get called in to try and figure this out, Um, and so I call up um, our our local phone carrier and be like, how come I can't dial the Bahamas? mm -hmm. And he's like, well, I can't tell you if you can or cannot. You're not an authorized user on the account. I can't do anything. Oh, no! And I'm like shoot, this is Christmas Eve. What the frick am I supposed to do? So I, I just nonchalantly ask I'm like, well, if I um contacted and I you know, I gave the name of a couple of the uh supervisors and other people, you know, who should be authorized users on the account. I'm like, if I contacted one of them and had them call in, would they be able to authorize me over the phone? And he's like, Well I can't really tell you, yes or no, but I think that would be a good idea. Good idea. So he, I'm like, all right, hold on a second. So I, I call one of them up, and I literally have the guy on the phone. And I'm, you know, he's like, yeah, there's just two of us here, so you can feel free to put me on hold. It's no problem. So I put him on hold. Um, I call up the one of the supervisors. And I'm like, hey, can you call this number and get me authorized as a user? And he's like, sure, no problem. So I'm sitting here talking uh, bourbon with the guy, mm-hmm. and I can literally hear <coughs> the other phone call because I guess the two guys were sitting right <laughs> next to each other. I can hear the other phone call through his headset. And I'm just like, oh, so I get authorized as a user. There's a person calling. Yep. Mm -hmm. I get authorized as a user, and he's like, okay, let me go through, and he clicks it, and it's like, okay, um, we don't handle that type of phone service for you. And I'm just like, oh. (laughs) So I spent this whole time getting authorized as a user. Turns out they weren't the guys I was supposed to call. I had to call up a different (laughs) long uh, long distance provider, Mm -hmm. um, and they told me authorized for that one. they didn't actually ask me about that one, but they told me that the Bahamas was listed as a blacklist phone number. So we, the entire country of the Bahamas is blacklisted. You, you could not call. We literally could <clears throat> not call the Bahamas. And if I wanted to call the Bahamas, I would have to submit paperwork in writing, and it would be at least 48 hours before I was actually be allowed to approve to, <laughs> to call the Bahamas. And I'm like, I don't have 48 hours. So we had I had like somebody else like running down to like CVS to get phone cards to try and you know okay we d- you know that you know remember the ten ten like twenty numbers you would dial yeah yeah get get a bunch of those phone cards to try it and get <clears> us to call long distance and you know the, uh, the the guy's cell phone is working fine so I'm trying to figure out okay maybe if you try and do it over the cell phone or something or just try and figure this thing out. And we tell him all the stuff we're going through. And he just, you know, he pulls somebody at the Bahamas. He's like, okay, I need to dial out back to the station on this phone. And he's like, oh, okay. A couple of taps, and the phone is able to dial out then. <laughs> so he just dials us. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Yep. But, yeah, the phone lines out to the Bahamas were horrible. So next year, Eastern was going <laughs> to this game. So I called up the guys at WEMU where I used to work. And I'm like, hey, just so you know. <laughs>
1: You probably can't call the Bahamas.
0: Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, we got we have an IP based thing there. Do they have Internet out there? I'm like, oh, yeah, they have Internet out there. It's like, yeah, no, We're this good. IP IP based thing is works really well. And I'm just like, you know, that'd be great.
1: <laughs> I should put that in.
0: <laughs> and literally, yeah, the uh, we did a couple of remotes. Yeah, we got our IP based system the next year. You know, I we showed it to the remote guy because this was Western. Western actually had to, you know, buy the equipment for their stuff western bought their stuff and the next year yeah no problem after that but man just that oh so much work to try and get that one game on the air
1: but you did it andy yep you got it on the air
0: so yes every time somebody talks about the bahamas bowl that's my oh
1: okay we should probably talk about like (laughs) things that people listen to us for right sure uh the game awards were last night or two nights ago two nights ago i think yes
0: I, and i didn't pay attention no no but i couldn't figure out why alligator brides was trending alligator brides yes i'm not familiar with this term Well, it turns out uh, Mm. Ming Na Wen Wen was uh, presenting for uh, Best Narration. Okay. And during her speech, she mentioned that as a mother of a gaming-obsessed kid, she enjoyed when games are more than just blowing up grenade factories and yelling obscenities at your alligator brides.
1: What did what did she mean to say? <laughs> that that's. I'm kind of curious. So was everybody
0: else? Everybody's like alligator brides. What what game is she talking about? And so yeah, everybody was like alligator brides. What? It's like what what game has this? It's like I wish there was a game that had like. Tell me this right. Game. Like yeah. <laughs> Like
1: what game is this? person i i don't know
0: um so uh she hasn't responded yet to everybody's questions of what do you mean alligator
1: <laughs> what do you bride? mean alligator rides um uh, maybe cool. elevator rides like no
0: no uh, th- th- that i the th- the one thing everybody is guessing is that she meant um skyrim
1: no there is no way i know what article you're reading this from andy there's no way it's about the lusty argonian maid <laughs> That is a joke in the article, Andy. I yeah, I, I got nothing. Like, yeah. I what? Yeah, okay, no. but like legit, other stuff happened at the game awards. Yes, like, I, I I see that because you
0: actually posted topics, so you know.
1: Yeah, uh, and I, I realized I didn't post topics about the actual game awards uh, because everyone just uses the game awards as a like the new E three. So we should probably talk about the actual winners of the game awards, right? Like there are some some good games in here, um, including kind of a, a surprise winner for Game of the Year was It Takes Two, really, which is a two-player co-op game, uh, which tells the story of this like little girl whose parents are always fighting and they're talking about getting a divorce, and she like you know wishes that they they loved each other, et cetera, et cetera, like. They become the toy representations of themselves that the little girl made. And it's them trying to, like, get back and figure out what's going on. And so, like, they have to work together. They have to talk and communicate. And it won. It won Game of the Year. Hmm. Deathloop seemed to clean up pretty well, too. (coughs) Excuse me. Best Ongoing Game. Final Fantasy XIV. Wow. All
0: right, this is not a topic, but did you know there was... A uh, Microsoft Office Specialist World Championship.
1: Say that again. I, I I think you cut out there, Andy. Something did not add up right. With Microsoft those words.
0: Office Specialist World Championship.
1: So, like, who can make a spreadsheet the fastest and like do cool stuff with spreadsheets?
0: Uh, it tests student skills on Microsoft Office Word, Excel, and PowerPoint. <laughs> There's also a uh, financial modeling World Cup where people are given a case study and they have to use okay, no, microsoft go, go
1: back to this go back to this microsoft office specialist thing like what what tasks were they given is it who does a generic task the best or is it who does a specific task the fastest Okay. Andy, I need details on this.
0: The format for each entrant will receive will be dependent on the exam each entrant won during the qualifying round. Okay, so winners of Microsoft Office Word exams will receive a Word document to recreate. Oh, so maybe that's it. Maybe they actually get a, a final thing and then they have to recreate it.
1: They have to make it. Okay, what? One more time. What is this Microsoft Microsoft Office Office World Championship? Microsoft Office Specialist World Championship. Past competitions. View past competitions. Past winners. Award videos. Press release. Show me the video. Oh my god, it's an hour long. Why is the award ceremony an hour long? Like, do they, do they show anywhere? Oh, there's a cash prize, too. That's adorable. It's like 1500 bucks. Okay, but like, show me the thing they had to make. Well, they are young, like very young. Okay, but what do they have to do?
0: I don't know. This is just something I literally stumbled upon.
1: (laughs) Where did you find this, Andy? Okay, first place is a $7,000 cash prize. I'm so confused about like what, what is what is involved in this thing. What do we have for the images? We have what they were tasked with, guidelines for creating Saturn.docx. <clears throat> so you're given, recreate a document with the same specifications, such as the same margins, horizontal, vertical, height of each object. Contestants were, were tested in Office Word 2007 by 10. Creating customizing documents, formatting content, working with visual content, organizing content, reviewing documents, sharing and securing content. Oh, man. I I gotta spread this around. This is hilarious. Well,
0: if you have 28 minutes, there is a YouTube documentary
1: on... I do not have 28 minutes. I'm in the middle of recording a podcast.
0: Well, I'll put it on the topic list. Okay. And then, um... We'll be able I'll put it to my watch later list.
1: Okay. Oh, I forgot. There's like this entire esports section of, of the video game awards, like best esports coach. Like I have no idea who any of these people are. Best esport event, the 2021 League of Legends world championship. Good for them. Forza, Guilty Gear, Forza, Metroid Dread. Hey, I know that one. We'll talk about that later. Best VR slash AR game: Resident Evil Four. Best mobile game: Genshin Impact. Did that come out this year? I don't know. Huh. Ooh. Best debut indie game. I should check out some of these games. Of those five games, I've played one of them. <clears throat> Okay, well, but as I also mentioned, the video game awards are not just a chance for people to, like, win awards for games that they've done. It's used as the industry as an event to be like, oh, and by the way, we're working on this and announce new things. Mm-hmm. Such as the new Suicide Squad game. There's based, a new game called Suicide Squad. Is, is this based off of either of the movies? I don't believe so. It's from Rocksteady Games, though. Oh, okay. So, like, that's, that's a pretty decent pedigree. Uh, Star Wars Eclipse from Quantic Dream, which also is a good pedigree of games. They're the ones who did the Detroit Become Human. Ah. So, like, that'll be interesting to see. There's a new Wonder Woman game. Um, It's from Monolith, who did um, one of the Middle Earth games. I don't... um, Shoot, one of them. Alan Wake 2, if you liked Alan Wake. I I have that on my Steam,
0: and I still haven't played it yet,
1: because... Because you have kids. (laughs) That, and it's... Ugh. It's dark. It's what, Andy? It's, it's dark. Alan Wake is dark? Yes. Okay, sure. What, you don't think uh, it's dark? I haven't played it. I don't know. Oh. Nightingale looked fucking dark and looks awesome. Uh it is a PC only game, and it's a like Victorian era survival open world game, like building your own fort and building your own stuff. But like steampunky Victorian E, fantasy E. Go, like, watch the trailer for Nightingale. Of all of this stuff, watch the trailer for Nightingale. Also watch the trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 the movie. (laughs) Apparently, you remember Sonic the Hedgehog the movie from, like, two years ago, right? Yes. 2019, like, hey, Sonic, and oh, look, we put out this preview, and the internet went insane. Going like, that is a nightmare-inducing Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm -hmm. And then the the movie studio was like, ah, shit. All right, hang on. And they went back and spent millions of dollars to redo all the CGI involving Sonic. Apparently that worked like really well because there's a sequel. And the sequel is even more cartoonish and like true to the game than the original. And honestly, I'm kind of excited for it. Uh, I mean, like, giant spoiler alert, the, the freeze frame for the video is fucking Knuckles, the echidna. So I guess we're just putting everything in the trailer now, not like, oh no, there's actually Knuckles, but like, no, he's, he's there. Played by Idris Elba. <laughs> what? <laughs> Knuckles will be played by Idris Elba, who apparently also is taking the roles super seriously. Idris Elba, it is reported that Idris Elba was looking to mine for backstory and identity to find everything an actor needs to know in order to create a character and a kind of craft performance. So, like, going on the internet and reading about Knuckles and looking at his history and, like, understanding his his motivation. So that's that's just kind of, yeah. Uh, and then there's a new Dune real-time strategy game. Wait, Doom or Dune? Dune. Okay. Okay. You, you, do you do you understand the importance
0: of that? Nope, I have nothing known, nothing about Dune except
1: there's somehow spices. There, there is a spice in Dune. Uh, it's it's oregano. Uh, no, not um, time. <laughs> no, God, no, it's not time. Um, but forget forget knowing about Dune, Andy. You need to know about real time strategy games and the history of real time strategy games. You played Warcraft mm-hmm. and StarCraft, right? You played Command and Conquer. Well, wh- like where did the genre come from? There was a Dune game that was a, it was one of the I don't know if it was the first, but it was one of the first real-time strategy games. And it was the success of Dune that inspired both Westwood Studios and Blizzard Entertainment to make their respective games. Dune or more accurately Dune 2 basically kickstarted the the real-time strategy genre. Period. So it's very exciting to see it come back, is, is kind of what I'm driving towards. Okay. You're like, yeah, sure, Dave, whatever. Let's go on to one of the ones that I put onto the topic list. Well,
0: it's, I, I, it's, you know, another real-time strategy game, okay?
1: I mean, even that, just by itself, that statement by itself, Andy, is actually pretty impressive. What's the last real-time strategy game that you can name that came out? Oh, gee, well, actually, you're right. <laughs> Uh, let's let's talk about that for a second (laughs) this is not a popular genre no
0: like probably one of the age of empires maybe age of empires
1: 4 i think came out this year not only that but won award at the game awards starcraft 2 like warcraft 3 reforged came out
0: shadow tactics
1: blade of shogun Woo! yeah i I, i don't know so, anyway, all right Andy, what what do you want to talk about?
0: <clears throat> well, speaking of gaming, um Google is going to create an app for Windows, okay, which will let you play Android games on your Windows computer. Interesting. And according to um, Google, uh, you will uh, it will allow players to close out of their game on one device and resume playing where they left off on the other device.
1: Ooh. I mean, I like that. When does this start?
0: Uh, coming soon in 2022. So sometime next year.
1: I mean, 2022 is very soon. I know. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Windows 10 and 11 or just Windows 11? Doesn't say?
0: Uh, don't think think it says let's see let's see google clarified to android authority all right let's see what does it say okay so it's not it's (laughs) not a partnership with microsoft
1: they're doing this entirely on their own
0: yes a standalone application google has been developing um quickie scanning through here uh is this going to be available on windows 10 or just windows 11 they have not said yet
1: Mm, well thanks google
0: (laughs) still though you know I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, like,
1: what what Android games would you play on your Windows computer?
0: I don't know, just things that I would, you know... Well, you definitely can't play um, Pokemon Go or... Um, right, like, where, Harry, where Harry are Potter. you going that's to Harry Potter, that's not going to work. <laughs> oh, yeah, especially, yeah, Harry Potter's not going to be around. <laughs> yep, no one's playing Harry Potter. Well, there are some... Um, there are some, you know, puzzle games that I've got on here that, you know, it'd be fun to play Clue on my computer. Uh-huh. Uh, Professor Layton, I've got those games on my phone. Put those on my computer. It'd be a nice. Pandemic. How much would you pay to be willing to do this? That is an excellent question. It's Google though, so Thank they're you. probably they're probably going to give the app away for free.
1: Yeah, probably because they just want you to buy the stuff on the on the Android Google, anyway. Yeah, in the Google Play Store.
0: So if it's yeah. kind of like the the family, the Google Family Plan or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, just adding to it would be surprising. And then you know. Okay, so we start with, you know, games, but what if we, what if we pull an Amazon and um, have, uh, yeah, didn't Amazon, yeah, Amazon and Microsoft, uh, Windows 11 will run apps from the Amazon App Store on your PC. So
1: basically the same thing.
0: Yes, but this, yeah, but this one is, now you have the Google Play Store. Instead of the Amazon App Store. Yeah. So there you go. And yet, no, this is not Blue Stacks.
1: It's not an emulator. Nope. It's actually going to be like playing the game. Oh, we'll see what happens.
0: Yes. There's a lot of... This was... This, once again, this was just an announcement at the Video Game yep. Awards. Yeah. A lot of announcements made at the VGA. It's like it, announcements with occasional awards thrown in.
1: <laughs> I mean, so is E3. Oh, yeah. I'm
0: mean, going to... It's so not part of the topics, but it's it's kind of weird. I'm actually, uh, I made my uh, reservation for an in-person conference next year in March. Ooh. Yeah, we'll see I, how that goes. I might goes. be
1: able to one-up you. Not that it's a game of one-upsmanship, but I, I might be able to one-up you. Okay. Uh, I bought tickets to a concert July 14th. Hmm. Weird Al. Oh, nice. For the unexpected return of the ill-advised, uh, self-indulgent vanity tour. <laughs> uh, I mean, cool. Like, I'm I'm excited for it. I'll probably pick it up, and then maybe I'll pick up some Android games that I wouldn't have otherwise picked up.
0: Is there some games, you know, There's actually a game I was going to be reviewing in a week or two, where it's a it's a good game, but the <clears throat> size limitation of having it on my phone.
1: I wonder if it means I could do, not that I'm going to, because again, I'm still on the, the Blizzard boycott, but I wonder if I could do Hearthstone that way. Why would you, why not just do... Just out of curiosity, <laughs> right? Like... That okay.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, is there any news from Activision?
1: Oh <laughs> Um Yes, yes, there is news from Activision. There's multiple newses from Activision. The, Do you want the, one the bad the- or the worse? Well, I I saw that they had a GoFundMe that raised
0: you know like a hundred thousand dollars.
1: That was for the strike fund. Yes, right. So that's that's associated with the bad. Okay, um, and that is. Actually, right here, around the corner, uh, in, in Madison, Wisconsin, because there's Raven Software out here. Ah, okay. And Raven is part of Activision Blizzard. They are the ones who work on Call of Duty. At least that was my understanding. I know they also worked on a bunch of other games. Uh, company was independent until '97, t- acquired by Activision. Uh, bah ba ba yep. Yeah, Raven has since become the primary developer of the Call of Duty series. Right here in Madison, technically in Middleton. Uh... But if you go look up Raven Software News, uh, you find out about layoffs and walkouts and they're like striking and just it's not good. Um, Activision laid off a bunch of people, especially from the QA department. And these were people who moved to Madison to work for Raven within the last year. Oh. So that's that's a thing.
0: Did you... Okay, this is actually a topic, a side point. <sighs> Did you hear about the uh, Better Zoom call? The Better Zoom call? Yeah, Better.com. It's a digital nope. mortgage firm. So okay. Financing and refinancing houses. Well, he, yeah. he he got 900 people on a Zoom call to fire them. Oh. <gasps> Oh, no. If oh, no, no, no. Oh, yes. oh he, that's he, not good. He, he is, uh, he, he stated in the theory if you're on this call, then uh, you are part of the unlucky group that is being laid off.
1: <laughs>
0: Getting fired over Zoom. Granted, I don't know what their COVID policy is, but still,
1: wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Guys, like. Okay, That's, that is the worst way I could think of to, like, fire a group of people. Yep. We have gathered, dearly beloved, we have gathered <laughs> you today to tell you that you all need to find new jobs. Yeah. So long, suckers, end call. <laughs> wait, what? Is, is he? Is he? Are we? Wait, what?
0: Well, what was that George Clooney film where he was, um, his job was to literally travel around and fire people. I don't know. Yeah, it had Anna Kendrick in it. Um, uh, up it, up in the up in the air. Yeah, he works for a human resources consultancy firm specializing in employment termination assistance.
1: Yeah. Well. Yeah. How about this? With all of the stuff that's happening at Activision, the workers are, of course, talking about unionizing. Good. So, Activision Is chief probably- administrative officer Brian Bulatow sent a company-wide email. Oh, jeez. Saying, "Hey." Oh no. Hey. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, where where is there was one line in the email? That was great. Um, let me see if I can find the email itself. I linked the article about it. But oh, come on. Where's the specific? this, This one doesn't actually have the email itself. Let me see if I can find another one. Uh, here it is. Okay, so, in the email, quote, I want to be clear about this. The leadership of Activision Blizzard supports your right under the National Labor Relations Act to make your own decision about whether or not to join a union. Cool! Also in the email... Once you sign that document, you will have signed over to CWA the exclusive right to represent you for the purposes of collective bargaining concerning all terms and conditions of employment. That means your ability to negotiate all your own working conditions will be turned over to CWA, just as the document says. Achieving our workplace culture aspirations will best occur through active, transparent dialogue between leaders and employees that we can act upon quickly. That is the better path rather than simply signing an electronic form offered to you by CWA or awaiting the outcome of a legally mandated and regulated bargaining process sometime in the future. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Bad chief administrative officer. Bad. Nope. Not for you. Yes, because, you know, pooling the workers together. Right, because, I mean, I, I love the implication that you can negotiate your contract. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and try that and tell me how it works. I'd like to go negotiate my contract with HR. No, it's not going to work. This is why you have collective bargaining. So go Activision Blizzard workers like I I support you. Uh, Unite and form a union because this is just ridiculous. I love
0: this. We are confident that we will make the progress we've previously pledged to make and create a workspace with you that we can all be proud of. I feel yeah. like the Mori Povich things, you know, pull out of the things, you know, <laughs> current your current workspace says <laughs> that's a lie.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then the final. Oh, my God. Moment from Activision Blizzard this week. This week, because this is an ongoing saga. Um, some more examples of just the, like, rampant sexism, uh, was, was brought to light this week, um, dealing with mother's rooms. Oh. And lactating persons at the organization, and the terrible and unsanitary conditions, and, like, it was, it was, it was bad. It was just bad. Uh, a, a new mother was, like, using the, the mother's room and pumping, and, like, had to put her bags of milk and stuff them in the fridge and someone like just took them oh and when she complained hr was like we're taking care of it Mm -hmm. Uh, what like yeah yeah it's 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 worth a read uh it is insane the shit that's going on over there
0: (sighs) well that's i i don't know i don't know where to go from that one
1: yeah yeah um, let's go to Florida. Okay.
0: Happiest and place on Earth.
1: that's not really the case. No. No. Uh, but in, in the NASA Kennedy Space Center launch complex, there's a little bit of hubbub going on.
0: Yeah, the, uh, SpaceX is, uh, constructing a orbital launch pad at 39A.
1: I thought they were going to look at doing, like, their own off the coast in, like, the middle of nowhere, like in uh, international waters.
0: Oh, the oil rigs? Yeah. What is the update on the oil rigs? Uh, spacex starship offshore platforms named after the moons uh let's see is there any update on these guys uh, ocean space force deimos is under construction for launch next year retrieved may 2021 from musk launch operations in 2022 okay let's let's probably deimos is probably the one farther along nope that's just may and june so the problem is, is the fact that, you know, they're not really, you know, if there's anything going on at Boca Chica, I mean, for goodness sakes, there's enough cameras on there. It's <laughs> you, you could probably walk from end to end and, and not be out of shot. But these, uh, yeah. these, these oil platforms, not, um not the easiest thing to see.
1: No, no. Would be really funny though. Yeah. Uh, okay. So they're, they're building instead at Cape Kennedy or whatever, at Kennedy Space Center. Yes. Cape Kennedy Canapral. Space That's Center. The, yeah. Which is where the bulk of the U.S. launches are.
0: Yes. So yeah, so the the Starship factory um is at technically at Brownsville. And so I'm guessing they'll just what, put them on a boat, send them around Florida.
1: Could be. Probably better that way than trying to like ship them across the southern coast and go up Texas through Louisiana, back down into Florida like the the boat would be a lot faster.
0: Yeah, rather than put <laughs> yeah, trying to drive it on I-10.
1: It would be this sounds like a bad day for the person driving that truck probably a really awesome day for a bunch of people on the road going wait a second wait a a second wait a second
0: wait a second wait a second wait a second
1: what 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 what
0: they're they're fully reusable rockets right yeah why not literally launch them (laughs) from texas
1: (laughs) and land them in florida and land them in florida I wonder if that's the most fuel efficient way. You you might have some issues with the FAA um with the idea of flying the rocket over Florida to try and land it over at the Kennedy Space Center.
0: Yeah, okay, so yes, the the problem would be yeah, flying it over Florida cuz let's see. Not
1: not just over Florida, Andy, literally over Orlando. Like draw the line from Boca Chica to the Kennedy Space Center. You're flying over downtown Orlando. And kind of flying over Tampa.
0: Yeah, Tampa and Orlando, yeah, probably would not be. I was going to say, you could, you could fly it outside of the major areas of Florida, but then that's probably, you know, protected wetlands.
1: National forests, the Everglades, the protected wetlands. Yeah, that probably wouldn't work. They'll probably ship it. I, I f- like your way of thinking. I like your way of thinking. Like, you know what? We could just fire it up and just like... <laughs> Rather it's than, reusable. You know, just, rather than, you know, weeks. It's the test weeks, flight, right? Yeah, it's the test flight. Yeah. It makes it to Cape Canaveral. We're good. In in, probably in like less than an hour. Yeah. From launch.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. If literally Kennedy was on the other side of Florida, I know this would not make sense for any other launches, but if they literally had yeah. another one on the other side of Florida, yeah. do you think the FAA would have allowed it? Because they're just literally would be going over water.
1: Honestly, I think the FAA would allow it either way because it's going to be so high up. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Although (laughs) you will have to check with like air traffic control. That would be so cool. That's that's (laughs) I mean, Andy, that's the kind of out of the box lateral thinking that they need out over at SpaceX.
0: Yeah. But do I want to live in Southern Texas? No, no, probably not.
1: They've got they've got remote positions. Uh. Sorry, I'm playing with Google Maps.
0: I still love that idea of them literally drilling a a tunnel so they don't have to keep closing down one of the highways. Closing that one section of the
1: highway. (laughs) Like, you know what? We're just going to we're going to tunnel from one side of the the beach to the other. Then just not worry about it. (sighs) <sighs> okay
0: okay so in other weird things last last sure. little bit um sure kickstarter is doing something with blockchains weird yep and ubisoft is basically making their own cryptocurrency also weird ubisoft
1: so like two two blockchain things
0: yeah ubisoft quartz it's gonna be based off of tenzos t or tezos t-e-z-o-s no clue no clue Somebody's like, so why did why did Ubisoft pick that? And the other question is, how much you know money has Ubisoft already invested in this Tezos? <coughs> uh, you know, how much are they going to make just by people signing up? You know, I don't I don't think there's any sort of SEC filings that you know somebody's going to have to say is like, oh yes, no, we we're invested this much in cryptocurrencies. Mm. Yeah, so Ubisoft is doing NFT stuff with blockchains, and st- I don't know, I don't get it. And the the more people who talk about NFTs. The more I realize, they're really
1: dumb. <laughs> they are. They are very dumb. So yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Anything else on this list that you want to talk about, or should we hit? No,
1: nah, the... I'm. I'm good. Let's let's uh, hit your random. Send topic. it to the no. randoms. Oh, it's random my review. random. My review. I actually have a ton of stuff to review this week because I've I've finished a book, two games, and a TV show this week. Were you working? <clears throat> yes, actually, I was. Um, I'm going to review Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread, you know, is won, the, <laughs> won, a, it, won an it award. Won the won an award. It was nominated for best game of the year. Uh, and it won an award for best action game of the year. Did not win best overall game. Um, which understandable. It was, it was pretty good though. Um, no, it, it actually was a really good game. Uh, it took me about 10 hours to play, and that's, that's kind of actually a longish playthrough. I went slow. Uh, g- a couple, couple notes. Number one, it is a true Metroid game. Holy shit. And Oh, it, so 2D it side-scroller? It's a 2D side-scroller. It is not like Metroid other M bullshit. And it's the <laughs> studio that made it is the same studio that did the remake of Metroid 2 Samus Returns. So they, they did the remake on the 3DS and that was, that was kind of their, like, um, their trial run with it. Like Nintendo said, ah, uh, you know what? We'll let you guys try this. Here you go. Here's the property. Here's your mission. Go do it. And they did. And it was, it was good. Like it wasn't, oh my God, amazing, but it was a good enough game. And so then they're like, okay, so here's the deal. We've had a Metroid game planned for 20 years. <laughs> We know what we want. We know what the story is. We know where it goes. And, like, this was the creator of Metroid was saying this, like... He's had Metroid 5 planned for years. They had even started working on it and then said, nope, the technology's not there. We can't do what we want to do, so we're just not going to do it. And so this, this studio finally got, like, the, the permission to do this, and they, they worked with Nintendo and worked to make this next entry in the Metroid series. And god damn, it's good. Oh, it feels like a Metroid. You're going around the, the depths of this planet... And just you're uncovering shit, and you still have that sense of like isolation and it it the the enemies are good the the movement is so tight and looks so good. And they bro- like they built in sequence breaks into the game. So, you know, original Metroid was like, okay, cool. You go here, you get this. 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 But you can actually do some of it out of order. Mm-hmm. And if you do it out of order, it kind of breaks the game in interesting ways. They built that in. Like, legit, they added places where if you know what you're doing and you get good enough... You can just do the game in a different order. And they added things like quick kills for bosses if you do that. So there's a way to get the the power bombs earlier than you should. And if you do that, the one of the the like big bosses, uh, when you get to his second phase, you can insta kill him. Oh, yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, no. and And not only that. They added the animation for it. Like there's a full like cinematic clip of this this alternate way of killing him, which you can only do if you break the game. Huh. So that is that is an example of the detail that they put into this Um, the story of it is pretty cool because it's the continuation of the Metroid story. Um, after the, the final like plot twist change, um, I, my jaw was just hanging open and all I could say for the next like three minutes was, holy shit. And Laura was sitting next to me and her response was, I know, (laughs) uh, Laura actually was, was near me most of the time that I was playing the game. And she, she said that it was, the most she has watched me play a game without intending to watch me play a game that it was it was so engaging to just see what was happening, even though it's a friggin Metroid game. There's not exactly a lot of dialogue No. but like watching the mechanics of the game and watching them evolve. One of the the um, the, the kind of quirks of this game, one of the things that is, is unique to this game, one of the the uh, pieces that belongs to this game. On this planet that you've gone to are seven robots that were sent by the Galactic Federation. And they are unkillable robots. Unkillable by normal means. So your all of your weapons are entirely useless against them. They're called the Emmys. E-M-M-I. If an Emmy finds you, you're dead. Like, if you touch it, it triggers an, a, a cinematic. There's a quick time event that you can break out of the, the Emmy's grip. Um, but it is, like, frame-perfect type timing, and it's random. Andy, it has an element of randomness to it. Okay. So, you have, like, a a three-frame window to press a button, but there's no way to time it. Oh, God, it's so hard. And if you miss it, you get a second chance with another random time. And if you miss that, you're, you're dead. Literally, you're dead. The Emmy kills you. In a okay. very, like, disturbing graphic, oh my god, sci-fi way. Its head turns into a giant spike that goes into your neck. Well, well then. So, you can't kill them. And if you touch them, you die. And they follow you. And they listen to you. And they hunt you. In their, their little zones. They are all restricted to their little areas. But when you're in that area, all of a sudden, the Metroid game turns into a fucking stealth game. <laughs> And you're like, ah, my heart rate is at, like, 142, and I'm just sitting here in a little ball, curled up, waiting for this evil robot to walk away. <laughs> don't look at me, 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 don't look- shit! <laughs> um, it was a great game. It was a really, really good game. I'm so thrilled with how they handled the property. It is a really hard game. I died dozens of times. Dozens of times, possibly hundreds of times, fucking Emmys. Mm-hmm. I had to try like ten times on the final boss, and like uh, just ah, oh, you you get through one phase, and then he goes into a second phase. And you're like shit. There's more, and then there's a third phase. And you're like oh god damn it. Um, yeah, no, it is a hard game, and the best part is when I finished the game and I, I got to the ending credits and it 's like, congratulations, see you next mission and it drops you to the title screen. it pops up a window that says "Hard mode unlocked. My immediate ra- reaction was there 's a hard mode <laughs> Wait wasn 't I in the hard mode that that wasn't the hard mode <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> bullshit. What the hell is hard mode? Does it just kill you when you touch something? Is everything the Emmy? Like what the hell? Um, but it was really fun. And it was a great game to be like, you get incrementally better at it, and it it's just oh it was so good. It was so good, Andy. That's that's it. So this is on the oh, Switch. The- it's on the Switch. The one thing that I'd say, like, it was missing, the music was... The music wasn't bad, but, like, you think of Super Metroid music. Oh, You think yeah. of the original Metroid music, like, that music was, like, incredible. Metroid Dread's music was okay. It wasn't bad. It didn't detract from anything, but it definitely did not strike me as, like, oh my god. I kept waiting for it, too. I kept waiting. Any new area I went to, I'm like, maybe this will be the, the good one. Maybe this will be the song that, like, gets stuck in your head... And you'll be listening to for years and years. And it wasn't.
0: It's so funny because I was going to ask about the music <laughs> in the game. Yeah, because yeah, it's you, decent. Okay.
1: The the me music the, that is fucking like you want your heart rate to go up and your your cortisol levels to skyrocket. Put that on. It is so stress inducing when the me sees you and the music turns into this like high intensity. Like random noise chase, and you're like fuck, 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 fuck. Oh god, it was ah, it was a really good game.
0: Okay, that's my review. So, uh, side note, I uh, sent Kate the uh, link about the breast milk, and she says Blizzard is a toxic waste dump of a workplace.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so. well, Activision is. Blizzard yeah. might be too, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's really not good. Yeah. All
0: right, so how much is Metroid?
1: Metroid Dread? Yes. Uh, 60 bucks for the normal, normal video game price. I can't wait to see what the speedrunners can do with this because it was clearly built with speedrunning in mind.
0: Okay. All right, so should we hit the random topic.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Okay, random topic, rolled ahead of time. Why are you stalking Waldo? I mean, gosh, he even changed his name from Wally and you are still looking for him.
1: I mean, he's isn't he literally asking you to? And not in the creepy like male chauvinist, oh she was asking for it. Like no, like isn't he actually writing you letters and saying like you should come over and see me? Oh yeah, the very first one? Yeah, I think he sent those postcards, them. right? Right. Yeah, he's like I'm over here and you should check it out. I went to the beach today. Oh, yeah. Here we go. First page of the very first book. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hi, friends. My name is Wally. I'm just setting off on a worldwide hike. You can come too. All you have to do is find me. I've got all I need. Literally
1: asking for it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not traveling on my own wherever I go. There are lots of other characters for you to spot. First, find Wolf, Wenda, Wizard, Whitebeard, and Oddlaw. (laughs) Then find 25 Waldo Watchers somewhere, each of whom appears only once in my travels. Yeah. So, yes, it's, it's literally he's sending you postcards. He's greeting, Waldo followers. Wow, the beach was great today. All around me, I saw stripes on towels, clothes, umbrellas, and beach huts. There was a sandcastle with a real knight in armor inside. Fantastic. Oh my
1: god, Andy. Andy. Yes. How did he start that? Greetings, Waldo followers. He's. Is Waldo just a social media influencer? Is that. Were we just doing TikTok?
0: Let's see. Okay, so he mailed it to Waldo followers here, there, and everywhere. Let's see. The second one, it was to Waldo's gang upstairs, downstairs, all over the place. And he said, Yodel Odely, Waldo's gang.
1: I think he's just, like, a prototype of a social media influencer. What's his job? I don't know, and he
0: must have an interesting one to be going on a literally, um...
1: Not if he's just, like, a vlogger who's just, like, paid to go places.
0: God, there are currently 27 books?
1: I mean, we gotta keep making new ones. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going with the new, the, this like, Waldo is a social media influencer before there was even a social media.
0: And I'm not, I don't think, I don't consider it stalking when he literally says, hey, let's go on a trip together, but. Right, you know,
1: he, he is inviting you along, like yes. that is not, that is clearly not stalking.
0: No, that is not, that is not stalking at all
1: except now I'm not sure I want to like support that because oh god I have, I have some deep thinking to do Andy hey man
0: all I can tell you is dressing up as Waldo yeah literally Get like a lot of every- people going there he is yep I found him you know, it's it's one of those things, easy to dress up, universally recognized, you know. Yep. Part of me, when I was at PAX, I kind of felt bad for some of those cosplayers who are like, you are something, you look good, not sure. And then it, people are like, oh, hey, look, it's Waldo. Hey, Waldo. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, <clears throat> all right, we should probably call it. Yep. That's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast.